black coffee with a side of tea starts now only on Stunner Radio. So here we are. It is another Saturday with Black Coffee with a side of tea. And we are here. You got a couple of you got a couple of opportunities to interact with us. You can come on to our Facebook page. You can tune in to YouTube and meet us on YouTube and drop a couple of messages. But you got with you today, Miss Lisa Denae. How you doing, Lisa? Hey, I'm good sitting in for Lisa the boss lady. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Miss Mimi. You haven't been at the table in a while. Ms. Listen, Mimi. what's up? What's up, y'all? She got Miss Mimi. I pulled her in like literally 30 seconds ago. Like, Listen, here. I thought she was joking. I wasn't um, but just happy to be here. But you know how we do it. So what has your week been like? I've literally missed your beautiful faces. I know. I you and you be glowing and stuff here lately. And the trevor Dio and popping in and stuff. That's that coconut. So that's how your week been. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. Listen, for all you people in the back. So, Lisa Danae, we'll let uh, Miss Mimi get herself together. <laughs> Lisa Danae, how has your week been? Makeup killer. My week has been really up. good. Yes. It has been really busy. Okay. Um, But good. Okay. okay. Very good. All right. Awesome. And Miss Mimi, you haven't been with us in a while. What's, what's going on? Wow. You got a lot to catch up on. Catch us up on, but we'll only start with yeah, we only do a couple of seconds. Uh, my week was actually pretty interesting. Um, I had a, uh, a photo shoot early in the week and the photographer was like, please come out and meet these people. Mm -hmm. I really, you know, I think they'd be great for your show, this okay. and the other. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And so the guy, the owner of the company was like, yeah, but your demographics probably is not what we want. And I said, well, okay, boo, we good for that. What did that mean? Um, well... Uh, by the end of the conversation, I surmised that he was looking at what color I am and assumed that because it's only, uh, air quotes, an internet radio show that we are only on the internet, not realizing that the oh, internet is the internet that's how worldwide. Right. Okay. Everything is mm -hmm. Okay, sir. Yeah. So it was really interesting to see another melaninated person. Okay. Yeah, talking to me, trying to talk down his nose to me. Well, you know, some wow. people, they are behind the times, so they don't understand the power of the internet, and they don't understand that there's some podcasts out here doing numbers that will blow your mind. Mm -hmm. They're doing numbers that will make uh, these terrestrial radio stations right. look crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have the AM and FM stations with podcasts now. Did y'all know that? Yeah, they, yeah. Are, they have separate podcasts yeah. because they're losing to the internet. So, I mean, sometimes people are behind the times, and sometimes, this is what I learned this week, mm -hmm. I forgot about it, but when she brought it up, it made me realize, sometimes a person trying to put your mind in a certain state, mm -hmm. and they will make comments to try to make you feel oh, yeah, some yeah. type of way, yeah. even though they know it's the other way, yeah. right. they want to make you feel mm -hmm. small, mm -hmm. or make you feel less. And, and that's what I know, gathered from him, that it was the, you know, trying to make me feel less because yeah. I'm, you know, you're a black woman, because he was not from... Uh, the states. He, yeah, he is. Okay. He wasn't that, but close. Oh, okay. But he was one of those that mm -hmm. who, in their mm -hmm. country, the mm -hmm. women, yeah, no. not the UK. No, uh, no, he was. He, he was. Yes, middle. yes, Middle oh, Eastern. Okay. And so it was more of you know, mm, yeah, no, yes. but sure, black people. Yes. So yeah, y'all yes. oh, right. want what we right. have, and I right. said, but they're oh, and I, I'm not trying to argue with him, you know, right. but I will try to help you understand it that. You know, we're in nine countries now mm -hmm. and it is an internet. You know, the right. internet goes everywhere. everywhere. I said, and there are people that watch us. There are people who we have on the show talking about their companies. Right. Well, but we, you know, in bulk this. I said, okay. you know what? Okay, well, thank okay. you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And sometimes you have to do that. You know, don't yes. allow them, like Lisa said, to um, make devalue. you feel a way yeah. to devalue you. Yes. Keep your keep your energy and your power. Yes. Thank you so much with a yeah. smile. Yeah. Thank you. Because just because you don't understand doesn't mean that it's not real. Yeah. So it's okay. Doesn't mean that it's not worthy. <laughs> right. Right. It's okay. Because I'm not, it, it, this doesn't 
you know, just uh, uh, rely on you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was the start of my week because that was Monday. Oh, wow. That was Monday. Felt like I needed a couple of drinks on the way on the freeway back down from Rosenberg. I don't it, but you know, <laughs> it I is what it is. Um, it was an interesting uh, experience. Okay. Right? For sure. Um, and it made me look at how I look at the show mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. um, and made me, you know, kind of, you know, um, make sure that when people talk to me or when I, you see this, right? <laughs> I oh, no. I was just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to see if I could see it on there. <laughs> and there can see, look. Oh, you so y'all look at the replay, y'all. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Dolly in full effect. <laughs> but yeah, yes. Um, it just made me, you know, want to make sure that when I do talk about or when people are talking when we are talking to people about getting ants and all that that I make sure that uh, my chest is stuck out even more so yes yes even more so well you know I, I I have been told this so many years of my life and I feel like it's becoming more and more apparent and more and more clear and more and more uh I'm gaining a great understanding of the fact that if you don't know who you are, yeah. everybody and their mama will try to tell you who you are. Right. And if you are not sure of your identity, everybody will try to give you one. Mm -hmm. So you really, truly have to know who you are, right. what cool. you're working with, what your value is. Because if you don't, people will try to assign it to mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, theirs ain't what you want. As, no. At all. No. Yes. Not even close. Um, my week has been very interesting. Um, it was kind of up and down. I had uh, some time with my therapist and I okay. had to talk to her nice. in shoot, a while, probably, huh? yeah, a month and a half. Okay. And just the things that I had been enduring in that amount of time was just like before I could even start really talking. She was just like, well, how are you? Like we caught up a little bit mm -hmm. and then, and she just kind of looked at me in this kind of way of knowing. Mm -hmm. and was just like, well, how are you? Mm -hmm. like, and really? it was like, girl, I just wanted you to know. <laughs> it's been rough. So that's how that whole hour that's went. Good. And it was so free. Yes. And, you know, we, we, I love that she has different ways of treating me. So mm -hmm. we have some Reiki that we're planning. Um, mm -hmm. She's um, going to come on the show with us in a couple months. And I'm just really looking oh, forward God. to um, this different mm -hmm. kind of therapy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we talked about some things and she was just like, I feel like there's some blockage. I feel like there are some other things that we need to address. Mm -hmm. And this is where we're going to go. And so to be able to have multiple I guess modalities of mm -hmm. therapy um, that one person can do. It's just been really helpful to mm -hmm. have her um, in my life. And I'm looking forward to having her come on and kind of talk about what that looks like with mm -hmm. therapy and mental health and mm -hmm. oh, that'll be what good. that looks yeah, like yeah. for us. Um, because us black she, people or women. Yeah, because one of the things that she talked about was um, Yes, I got my PhD, but I literally had to unlearn all of those ways mm -hmm. because they didn't serve my people. Mm -hmm. And I had to reteach myself the ways that I needed to prepare myself to, to help the people that I want to help. Mm -hmm. And that it's very true that, you know, mm -hmm. traditional training is centered around how white people see. Mm -hmm. therapy and mm -hmm. how white people see treatment mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. there's a lot of um just not even considering not even including um ways that culturally responsive ways of therapy and wow. so i appreciate that she brought that to light for mm -hmm. me and that she took the time herself um to do what she needed to do so that she could serve us well um, That's including, huge. Yeah, including, you know, knowing Reiki and having these other spiritual mm -hmm. practices that are infused <clears throat> so that it's a more holistic treatment of us. So and, I love that. and so you said a word um, that some people may not know, and she didn't say Reiki. She's not talking about <laughs> no. Reiki Shonda. Um, she said Reiki. Yes. Can you explain to them what Reiki is? I know that it's an energy work that kind of... Um, when there are certain traumas, when there are certain things that we experience as people in a natural way, there are 
energetic things that happen with us as well. And sometimes when we have barriers or difficulty overcoming certain things, the the mat the matter is more energetic. And there is some work that uh, people are trained to do around creating certain openings and working with the chakras. And I don't have a whole lot of knowledge. Like a lot of what I'm going to learn will be done through this process. My first meeting with her is in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, But just from what I've been able to read, it's like, oh gosh, that makes perfect sense. Like when I was revealing some things to her as we were talking, she was like, oh, now that I know that you haven't had this kind of experience, that explains to me why so many of your barriers and you have so many places now where you're challenged Mm -hmm. so i you know anticipate that there's some blockages here we're going to do this energy work in order to Mm -hmm. work to unblock those spaces and Mm so um it's different Mm -hmm. um but i'm open to what potentially could happen um because Mm -hmm. i believe and i'm I'm, we're whole people you know, you absolutely. Treat all of yes. us, so. And that's why I was, I was just going to ask you what made you be okay with it? Um, because it is different yeah. from what's being taught or what we learn in church or yeah. what they say about holistic training. Cause the word itself holistic, when you say holistic and it's not, uh, holy, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. us yeah. primarily like, mm, that ain't of God. I just feel like there are many <laughs> ways that our we experience life i feel like we are energy beings we are spiritual beings we have all of these mm-hmm. um multi-dimensional ways that we interact with this world and the trauma that we receive is never from one direction mm-hmm. right so there are things that happen to us spiritually physically emotionally and i believe that the healing if you're going to be healed you're going to have to find tools that are going to heal you on those levels as well mm-hmm. so um, it just kind of makes sense that there is a need to be um, well on a level that a doctor can't touch mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. there can't be a physical. And spirituality is so diverse. It is. And God can be sought in so many different ways. And I just believe that it's all interact. Like it just all interacts. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in, you know, the power of crystals. I believe in the power of the earth i believe in grounding ourselves like i just believe that we are coming from this earth that there are things that are beyond what we can see that can be used to heal us and that there are certain people who cultivate those gifts that can help with that process absolutely hey rochelle (laughs) rochelle washington says be transparent Hmm? So here's my thing on that, my take on that. We talked about this on Lisa Denae Live and we were talking about religion and how it has affected people as far as they won't even get a will because they feel right. like, you know, I'm I'm leaving it in God's hand. Right. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, religion has made people somewhat intellectually lazy Yeah. because you have intellect for a reason. You can think for yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, you know, what you've been told, what scripture been spoke over your life. You can still think for, for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Right. We have intellect for a reason. And then we have spiritual gifts for a reason. Mm-hmm. A lot of women are so intuitive men too, but our, our intuition is so heightened. And so many of us don't trust it because it ain't in line with what you heard at church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a problem because you know what you heard at church. A lot of the times well, I'm not going to get on this soapbox. But let me <laughs> say this real quick and let it go. A lot of the times it is man created yeah, and yeah. man made, yeah, yeah, yeah. and man manipulated, man manipulated, and yep. benefiting yeah. benefiting yeah. the mm-hmm. men folk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is so crazy that <laughs> life comes through us, yeah. and all these um this this energy comes mm-hmm. through us. Mm-hmm. And then we have such heightened intuition mm-hmm. and our senses of spiritual, spiritual things are heightened, mm-hmm. yet we don't trust it. Yes. That's sad. Yeah. That's sad for it me. Is. It saddens me so many times. You and hear these stories so of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hear these stories of women who've been victimized and all of the long they heard something in their head was yeah. saying, go in the house yeah. or don't talk to that person yeah. or mm-hmm. don't go over there mm-hmm. or get in your car or turn it. And they yeah. didn't listen. Yeah. And it's your own to your own demise. Yeah. And yeah. I hate that. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like if we just trust our intuition, yeah. 
And we just follow that, that there are ways that we will find ourselves living that might be a little different than Mm -hmm. what we've been trained. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. But it's so authentic to you that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like if you're fighting, yeah, no, but see, then there's that word authenticity that because of how we're taught now. Fortunately for me, my dad was like, You know, you don't, you're an individual, yes, you know, just following around other people, right? No, you be the lead, let them follow you, you don't, you know, and there were a a, that was an explicit word person, Mm -hmm. but you know, that was the thing for him. And so I didn't get it when I was growing up until, because when I was growing up, you know, like children do that, oh, they got this, I want it. Right. You know, so it was right. that thing until I got older. And then it was like, wait, whoa, 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 pause, pimping. Mm-hmm. You know, and you see all these people, especially when I moved to Texas, you mm-hmm. know, all these people following other oh, people yep. like her. Yes. There's yep. nothing wrong with living authentically mm-hmm. per you. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps all the dis-ease in your life away. Right. Well, that's one thing I really have always <laughs> loved about the LGBTQ community. I wanted to make sure I said all, all the letters. letters. <laughs> and I think you left out two, but that's a whole nother I show. Yeah. I need some it's training. I need some training. So here, here's the thing. I love that some of them, they don't care what you think. They are who they are. They have accepted mm-hmm. their identity. Yeah. Even if it's outside of the norm, right. they don't care. Right. Yep. They're going to be who they're going to be. Yep. And they will show up in full regalia. Yes. And they don't care what you got on. Right. Yeah. And he was stunning you. Yeah. And yes. that's what I, I wish that we all would be like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't we be more happy? Or at least, the, we heck yeah, would. the majority of us, it would be nice. Yeah. Yes. yes. We would. And that we will, I believe we are getting there. I think that they're. Um, I think that this generation of millennials is teaching us or showing um, that we really can be who we want to be, who Mm. we are, Um, and especially um, our trans brothers and sisters, because I feel like they um, are trailblazers in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways, because they do, there is a large amount of confidence that you have to um, have after the trauma you've experienced mm-hmm. to be able yeah. to walk in your authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I appreciate that this generation is living out loud and living on purpose and that they are in a place, you know, with social media that we can see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it's not, you know, because I was watching a show called Legendary and so that it, it's kind of based on the ballroom culture and I won't see, mm. I won't delay yes. But it it is such like you can watch now because they've gone mainstream with the show. And it really is a culture that I am on the outside of. All of these people are, well, a lot of these people are black. A lot of these people are LGBT. There are some some women in here. But this is a this is an experience that is outside of my, you know, my norm Mm -hmm. and my and so to be able to see like you all have honed and cultivated this entire experience that once you've let the world in y'all are so rooted in what this is about and it's it's realness like they're like the people that they're letting in yes they're letting in folks who are not gay or who are not trans there are there are like women houses mm-hmm. and women but houses. they are women always- what are you at? <laughs> <laughs> hello and where do i yes, sign up baby get y'all but they they are there was one house that was the house of ninja on fire they were so live but the fact that they paid homage to ballroom as it's in its authentic state mm-hmm. um, and that the ballroom culture said that they were well mm-hmm. and would invite them into be a part. So mm-hmm. that means that you are serving that community. And so I just appreciated that, like that authenticity that was that is a part of that community so that they could show us without fear of they're not going to approve of us. No, you you want me on your mainstream television show. So I just appreciate that and appreciate the communities that live out authentically. See what I like in the the um the I love the ballroom culture. Mm-hmm. I like drag queens. Okay. I've always felt like if I was a man, I would be a drag queen anyway. I would be a drag queen okay. because I'm just feminine. Yes. But what I like about drag queens is that they embrace femininity, mm-hmm. femininity, whatever however you say it. <laughs> okay. They embrace it. And yes. as long as I have been alive, I have been punished for being feminine. Gotcha. And I hate it so much because that's what I am. Yeah, I can't help yeah. that. Why are you, I, was, I am yes. so ultra feminine. I've yes. always been my whole 
whole life, but they celebrated, honey, right. and they are ultra, ultra. And they, they do it justice. Like, they make oh, women. Oh, yes. I know they make me be like, oh, that's that's really what. You know why? Because they take pride in <laughs> it, is. and there's no apology. It's like when you're a woman and you take pride in your feminine yes. attributes, yes. you have to be sorry. Yeah. And, you know, if you come somewhere and you all dolled up, you, oh, I'm sorry. Or you, you got to apologize for, or you got to yeah. feel bad. And I hate that. I hate it. And, and, and that's the reason why I gained strength from uh, drag queens, because they make me proud. Absolutely. To be the person that I am. Yeah. I love being feminine. I love being girly. I it's love so being, powerful. you know, all those things. I was born like that. It's yeah. not my fault. Right. Leave me be. <laughs> but I love the fact that they embrace it. And it's right. unfortunate that regular women don't. Right. That's the problem. Right. It's weird to me. Right. And then we find that it's found as something to look down upon. Yes. yes because people want you to be masculine for some reason. And it's like, I ain't a man. Nope. I mean, so, I mean, I just sh shout out to that community. I just love you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you. <laughs> so I wanted to touch on some of the, I guess, items, news items, some of the uh, things that we know were happening in our world. Okay. So, of course, we um, are all aware of the uh, historic verdict um, after the Derek Chauvin trial um, that he received. Uh, guilty and um, as charged for three of the counts, all three of the counts for murdering George Floyd, and wanted to get you guys' opinion. Like, what were you doing? What What did you feel when that came down? What was that experience like for you? We literally mm -hmm. have been a part of history. Yeah. yeah, like this is our civil rights experience moment. Well, I got a whole story behind it. Like, go, go, go I was here at Sterner Radio okay. and I was posting. Oh, I'm patiently waiting. And something told me, don't post that. Don't, why you have to post where you are and why mm -hmm. are you posting? And I was just like, oh, I'm posting it. Okay. And so I did post it. And I was so excited when, when uh, they found him guilty. Yes. Mm -hmm. But some told me, lock the door. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for, but you know, I follow my intuition. Locked for the, the most part here here yeah. okay and i went and locked the door i went and locked the door and i was like okay i don't think nothing crazy gonna happen but i'm still gonna follow that voice sure. because it's not gonna hurt i should have it locked anyway when i'm by myself but i heard this knocking on the door probably uh 10 minutes after the verdict and i was like i wasn't expecting nobody and it was this this white guy and y'all you know don't come for me but i'm just gonna describe what i saw okay he looked like a good old boy mm. he looked like he was at the capitol okay mm -hmm. he was one of the people <laughs> he just had that look and when i opened the door i was like uh, hello you know can yes. i help you yeah yeah it's a big old sign that say stunner radio and he was like oh uh looking at his phone mm -hmm. Um, is this the massage place? No, this is Stunner Radio. Right. Did the verdict come in? As soon as I said this is Stunner Radio, wow. did the verdict come in? And I started getting a little anxiety. No, right. yeah. I was like, oh God, I'm here by myself. I ain't got that thing on right. me. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking crazy. <laughs> I got a little pocket knife. I can do something with it though. Yeah. But I'm just saying it was at my desk. <laughs> I'm at the door and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So I what just the had the door cracked. Yeah, you know, I just had the door cracked and he was like, what? So did the verdict come in? Oh. And his whole demeanor changed. Yeah. And I said, and, and you know what? The funny thing about it, you never know in those moments who going to rise up in you. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure, and sure. some rose up in me as if I don't care what you came here to do to right. me. This is for me and all my ancestors right. and everybody who yeah. was killed. Not this for, I'm going to stand in your face yeah. and say, I say, on yes, guilty on yes. all charges. Yeah. And I felt some strength coming, Come me, boy, guilty. On, and then he was like, good, and left. No, you know it. What you didn't think no, it was good. Wow, no. you didn't think it was good, no. but you saw that strength rise up in me. Like yeah. I'm gonna beat the hell out of you if you try me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just have questions. Who are you? Mm -mm, that's too much. So why would you come? It here? was a lot. That's too much. Okay, that's because much. you know a person's energy when you feel. I'm just gonna say, and speak. it was a lot. And yeah. when I opened the door, I felt the energy was not good, mm -hmm. and that's why I got anxious. Mm -hmm. Like, oh right. my god, I shouldn't I have posted right. that. And, and not that you know. 
we we out there like that, but it, once you put something out there, it's out there. Yeah. You don't know who see it. It's yeah. it's viewable to the public. It's internet. And so I was like, wow, really shaken up by that. But I was proud of myself that I wasn't gonna sure. back down. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at first I started to say, I don't know. Yeah. When he yeah. said, did the verdict come in? Mm-hmm. I started to say, I don't know. Yeah. And shut the door. Yeah. But I was like, yes, it did. Guilty on all charges. Yeah. Now you what? know, because I was like, and, and yeah, and yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> come on, get this beat down no, right quick. Right. That's bold. Yeah. Oh. You don't know who's in here. Well, so but they've been been being been being bold for a hot minute. Yes. Ever since and I don't, I know it probably wasn't the first time, but ever since uh that Zimmerman yeah. Zimmerman yes. when got away with it's been it's been getting bolder and bolder You're with right. the things that you know has been done. Um but I was at work, so I'm home health care and you know, most of my clients are right. pink people. Right. Um and so the house was real calm today. That that day that it happened, it was real calm. Any other day when the riots have been breaking out, depending on which house I'm at, um, one person is, well, I want to know how you feel. No, really, you don't, bro. You don't, you don't. back down. Right. Okay. Um, but this particular one, the house was real quiet. They were glued to the TV watching, didn't say anything. In fact, uh, that day uh, asked, can I add you on another day for my schedule to make sure you, you know, to make sure you get paid? Yeah. So do you feel like they felt it was right? A right verdict? That particular person, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even in all of his, you know, angst against some other things and mm-hmm. the fact that he is avid Trump supporter, avid. Right. Um, that was a moment that it was like, yeah, that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah. then yesterday he said to me, I'm just baffled at where this world is going. I can't believe they mm-hmm. treat people like that. Mm-hmm. Because the world saw it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you... That I think that's the thing that set George Floyd's situation apart mm-hmm. for people who try to figure out what makes it such a big deal mm-hmm. because we saw it yeah. in real time. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't see it was, as it was happening, mm-hmm. we saw it. We mm-hmm. saw the breath leave him. Yeah. That's that's something yeah. that you will never forget. Yes. Yeah. When you you hear a person call out for their mother, who's anybody who's, who's had a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read a post that said every mother felt something when they heard that and that is so true because it just made you feel like Mm -hmm. what if that was my child Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what what would i do if that was my child Mm -hmm. so for me i think you know everybody the world watching that was was major yeah absolutely it was major i was watching the abc 2020 just i mean they did such a remarkable job last night Mm, Um, this kind of recapping everything up to the verdict oh, so nice. like oh, wow. there were there were facts out. that we just didn't know like legit they said that they worked together george floyd and Derek chauvin worked together i remember I reading that, that both, but i thought it was a rumor no they were both security guards at the same club Chauvin was outside and they were talking about how he would flex on everybody all the time and people really didn't enjoy his energy and uh, George Floyd was inside mm-hmm. and that everybody loved him and he was Georgie and just talking about like how different their relationship, that power dynamic mm-hmm. was and how at the moment that he got to flip it, where Chauvin took that. He took advantage. And so it was just like, are you kidding? Like this meaning to me, meaning that when you looked at this man's face, when you've had this time with him, you know, from the time you get to the scene to the time that they take him away, you recognize this person. Oh, absolutely. At you some point. You knew who this person was. At some point, yeah. And it takes it takes the lack of humanity of the moment to another level with that for me. And so it was really 20, I mean, if you could go and watch the 2020, it was really well done. And um, the the fact that there were, there were so many police officers who were willing to speak and say, this is not what our training was about, mm-hmm. whether it really was or it really was not. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that you saw so many officers who were willing to speak Hmm. to the fact that it was like no this is not a okay this is not what we do this is not how we handle things Mm -hmm. and so i felt like that was the first time that policing had to to kind of defend itself Mm -hmm. because normally the system defends policing Mm -hmm. the system supports it and so this was the first time that they had to kind of reckon with oh okay if i don't 
own the fact that I'm looking at this as a person mm-hmm. and I'm seeing that this is wrong and this is clearly murder, that it will really stand up in, in policing. Mm-hmm. And you see us here saying that, no, this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. You see the police chief saying, no, that this is not like my officer was wrong. And I feel mm-hmm. like that was a, a huge and significant part of what kind of changed for a lot of people, um, their mind. Because yeah. my concern was, they said that the, the jury was diverse, but there were only four black people on the jury. It was um, nine white folks, four black people. Nine, four, four. No, that's not right. But you know, <laughs> eight, eight and four. four. <laughs> eight and four. So four black people, two of them were multiracial, the rest of them were white folks. <laughs> and so for, but for, for the, the defense, or I'm sorry, for the prosecution to have done such an effective job with their witnesses, that you were able to show white folks in Minnesota where this is habitual that they needed to look at this and trust their eyes. It just was very, I appreciated the way the prosecution handled this Mm -hmm, case. mm -hmm. I think that (laughs) the people were always going to come to that mindset. The people knew. We saw it. Right. Okay. We saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was well. Uh, what was I going to say? We saw it, okay? Mm-hmm. So the people saw it. I think what made it okay is for, for the jury mm-hmm. is that everything is so highly publicized. You mm-hmm. can't keep the fact that you on a jury a secret no more. Because right. once it's a public record, right. somebody going to know you was on a jury. Right. And so I think that at this particular juncture, what other verdict could they have come to? To, to be safe. To be yeah. safe, because yeah. like I said on the last show, a uh, rub, we was ready. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you know, and Agreed. I'm not, I'm not a riotous person mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part, but on that one, I was ready. Yeah. And I think that um, the other thing that I mentioned that I didn't mention was that they pointed out that this was, and we've said it in the black community, but that for the first time for this generation, they saw a lynching in progress. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for you to see, literally see this, mm-hmm. and for the consciousness of America to be where it where it is, and to see the lynching in progress, you're right. They they really needed to figure out what they were going to do. And then, to me, do you think that that nullifies the verdict in that way? Do you think no. that? Yeah. No, I don't think it nullifies the verdict because the verdict I was already we already came to the conclusion before right. before he was even charged. We mm-hmm. saw what happened. Yeah. And they could they could bring every witness to the stand they want. And one person was saying his his knee was actually on his shoulder, and one person mm-hmm. said he had heart disease. I don't care what you right. say. We right. saw it. Yeah. Right. So we really didn't need the verdict. Right. But I think that if we all be honest about our reality right now. After what we saw them white folks do at that Capitol, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't tell no, me nothing, nothing about nothing. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't that's tell right. me nothing about nothing. That's All right. the years they made us feel bad for the Rodney King right. riots mm-hmm. and, and and the uh, riots that happened after George right. Floyd mm-hmm. and all the things Everything that we else, did, right. the Watts riots, all the things they made us feel bad about. And then y'all go tear up the U.S. Capitol building for something of all places for something that was was just say everything that we (laughs) that we've ever rioted about has been because yeah was an injury Mm -hmm. and And it needed to be because your your guy didn't win yeah like over nothing so it's it's remarkable um that so many and I'm happy that so many black people were just like this is accountability. Mm-hmm. Please don't get it twisted that this is justice. Yeah. Because justice is 400 years in, in, in the way. This is accountability. Yeah. And this is the beginning of where we can begin to see laws change that will get us to justice. I hope but so. This is accountability. I hope so. But do you feel like it's it's also uh, can be looked at as just a, a Band-Aid? Because there's so many cases out there like this where no, I think that I think that in and the guy who was on before um mentioned a precedent setting case. Um, I think that it's a precedent setting case. Okay. I think that with so many cases sitting on the shelf waiting or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be the one that is remarked on that is used as justification for mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. we need to move forward with addressing mm-hmm. police violence against mm-hmm. citizens. I think that yeah. this case is going to be the one that if you're still waiting, I think that this is going to be the one that could possibly move the needle for you. Mm-hmm. 
Like I just saw um, in the news that the chick who shot Botham John in Dallas is trying to appeal or trying to um, get her sentence, something with her sentence. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just like, sis, this isn't the time. Like, this is not. Was she found guilty? Going to, um, yeah, I want to say she was. I'll look at oh, I don't remember. Okay. Um, but she, um, but I'm just like, this is going to, nobody's going to look at this case the same way they did when you got your, your original sentence. Yeah. Nobody's so going tread to lightly, see this. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody is going to see this and have the same kind of empathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might want to just sit down. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the sis, uh, not the sis, the, the officer, the former officer who killed Dante Wright. I think that every officer after this is going to have a lot to reckon with. They I need to so. watch out after this because yeah, I hope so. they, when they saw Derek Chauvin get led away, they all should have thought felt mm-hmm. some type of way mm-hmm. because he thought he was going home. Mm-hmm. You could see the shock on his face, like me. Wait, what? Right. Guilty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You talking about me? You talking about me? <laughs> yeah. He looked at yeah. his lawyer like, "Bruh, like what happened? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be back there with. Both Don't they know right? who I is? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. they were. Um, they said that this morning I saw that they're the DOJ is looking at potentially adding additional charges because of another case where he had his knee on someone's neck for 17 minutes. This guy, the same guy? Chauvin. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I was like, no way. How do you do that? And so to mm-hmm. find out that this is a federal, minutes? yes, this is a federal. And I was like, okay, okay. And, and it's kind of pissing me off because it's like, now you want to come to the table like, oh, by the way, now he did yeah, this yeah, and he did yeah. this. Well, because, because these people who, who are connected but, to that 17-minute mm-hmm. person, now they got right, 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 right. something on, you know. Now, now they, they feel have like they have a fight. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's Oh, they're going to be compensated. Right, right. So true. they trying to jump ahead, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think it's unfortunate with the case in Columbus, Ohio, though, right. where the officer was heard on camera saying blue lives matter mm-hmm. after you shot somebody to yeah. death. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah. That should be open and shut. And I didn't know that that was true. Oh, oh yeah. all you got to do is watch it. Who shot? Yes. Yeah. It, it, watch yeah. it if it haven't been t- taken down I, yeah. when I saw that part of the clip I was like are you serious yeah. are you and I think serious? that added to because I was at one of the houses that's what added to him just yeah. kind of being like yeah. I can't even say nothing else yeah. because then, they showed it and they were like look we about to share our something that's going to be kind of graphic so yeah. brace yourself right. if you got cheering take right. about the room yeah. and it to hear that yeah. Like you walked away, like with your chest up. The problem with it is, there's no such thing as a blue light. No. You know, stop that. That no. that's some rhetoric that is misplaced. There's no such thing. You can take the off the blue yeah. clothes. Yeah. Right. You can. We cannot take off this black skin at all. And so stop. I don't right. like that. And right. the fact that he was so on the ready with that. Yes. You so know, that's terrible. Yeah, I'm tired of every time we get something. Um, they want to take it mm-hmm. like blue lives matter. Really? Mm-hmm. That didn't exist until we were in the street screaming black lives matter. Right. It was not there right. until, right. you know, and would not have been that there had not the blue lives been killing the black right. lives. Exactly. I mean, let's be clear. Exactly. And, 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 mm. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm just happy. I'm just happy. I want to live in this moment. I know people are saying, don't celebrate yet. No, I'm celebrating. Oh, celebrate. I'm going to celebrate. Don't get comfortable. Because if that was my son, I want to see that man carried away in them chains. Yeah. I want to see that. And we saw that. So I'm happy for that. Yeah. Yeah. If that had been my nephew, I have three brothers. I have four nephews. You know what I'm saying? So, and even for the young lady that was that was gunned down, you know, my nieces, my nieces were angry like that in their lives. Mm -hmm. So really. But, but see, how many videos have we seen of white people mm-hmm. with knives, mm-hmm. with guns, even with all guns. up in police officers' mm-hmm. faces? With guns. Mm-hmm. They talk about the little boy that had just finished shooting up people and was walking walking with down the, the street AK with the AK, AK and y'all Absolutely. waved at it. Absolutely. And so it was, really, it to like this morning I was reading uh, Micaiah Bryant, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, but the she's a foster. She was a foster child, and the foster mother was saying that. It was because of a fight between the foster kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's like it was a it was a family thing. Mm-hmm. Like it got out of hand. Like how many times do we see this with drunk white folks? Like yeah. 
what what makes you approach a black a, per, a situation when there are black folks with so much aggression? Like, Fear. why is the first thing you? What are you afraid of? You they are afraid, afraid of he, us. But the girl was. What are you afraid of? I had a guy. She was lunging at the young lady. Not saying that you were you were you shouldn't have been concerned about her life. But what are you afraid of in that moment? If anything, you're wanting to stop her from attacking her. I get that. So I don't understand what the the why you're pulling your gun as soon as you're like as soon as you pull up within eleven seconds you're firing. Yeah, yeah she should have been you tased. Even I was just gonna say anything. no tased, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what's happening. Who is what? What's what? Didn't try and to so de-escalate at all. It's just like how do how do we get the humanity in? Um, I don't even law enforcement. It's tough. Policing is the issue. We need to deal I, with law enforcement, and that's a different. But, but I think we, way. I think we're all aware that it's not just them, though. It's not just law enforcement, and that's why we kept. We have to be vigilant. We have to make people treat us like human beings. First of all, we got to treat each other like human beings. Yeah. But we got to make them see us because we are human. You know, when we look at the case, George Zimmerman was not a police officer. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you look at all these Karens and you uh, all these people, mm -hmm. hey, mm -hmm. they don't see us as humans. Yeah. And we have to enforce the fact that we are human beings. And some of y'all, that's the reason why you got black grandchildren now, because you, you didn't want to see us as human. Mm -hmm. And now they in your family. All up. So are they human? Yeah. Now what? You know. Now you have to face the facts. And that's a historical. That's a historical um, result because even with how the police force historically was was formed, they would often deputize Klansmen so that they have these community members who are policing on behalf of the police. Mm -hmm. So that's where that white entitlement comes in of citizens arrest and you are coming in thinking that because you are a part of community patrol mm -hmm. that that has authorized you in the same way that it is secured a police officer, mm -hmm. a licensed mm -hmm. police officer. So the historical piece, yes, we need to do a lot of unteaching. Mm -hmm. we oh, need absolutely. To, we need to help we need because how we respond in this moment will will un, help them unlearn some of the things that history has taught them. Well, unlearn un or burn. Yes, unteach no, and teach. Good. Period. Right. Because I feel like. Uh, well, for one thing, uh, Lisa said it when she said we have to start treating each other like we're humans. You know, I saw a post yesterday that was like basically saying, you know, how can we expect them to stop gunning us down? We can't stop gunning each other down. When are our brothers going to go up to the brothers and be? But but it still needs to be. It still has to start there. Agree. I do agree. Sometimes we deflect. We, we take away from the conversation and the accountability that it puts on the police when it's like, oh, well, when are we going to stop doing that to each other? White folks kill each other. You kill who you're around. And so the reality is that white folks are killing each other in the mm -hmm. same way that black folks are killing themselves So or killing each other. So I don't disagree. I just don't think that it is you're conflating the two issues when mm. you bring them to the table because they're not the same. Okay. They're killing each other. Why? Because they're trying to deal with housing. They're trying to deal with, or they're dealing with poverty. They're dealing with all of these systemic issues in their community that to, in the community that to me has an impact on how they interact with each other. But see, I agree and disagree. Okay. I agree that this is a separate conversation, Okay. Yeah. but I feel like it's so connected. Oh, okay. And the reason why I feel like it's connected because uh, I took this training on psychopaths and mm -hmm. sociopaths. And one of the main characteristics is that they don't see people as humans. Mm -hmm. They see people as objects. Mm -hmm. And so that is the history of the United States. It's, it was founded by a bunch of sociopaths mm -hmm. who saw people as objects like Native Americans, Agreed. just move them off the board and take the land. Mm -hmm. right? And so that is the history and that's what is, this country is, is, is founded on. Mm -hmm. And that's why the chickens are come home to roost because you founded this country with that idea that we're not human right. and you don't even see each other. Right. See, and, and that's why I like what you said about they killing each other too, because they don't even see each other right. as human sometimes, right. but they definitely put us lower than they put You're themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. And so we that. have a adopted these western ways You're and right. this is what i don't like 
where black people don't even see each other as people no more. Yeah, right. We see each yeah. other as tools. What can I get out of you? Yeah. Right. And what That's can I it. get out of you? Yeah. And what are you useful for? Yeah. And we didn't used to be like that. Right. Yeah. And we have adopted these Western ways. That's how they think. Right. Yeah. And that's what has it infected this country. This country is infected. It's sick. It's an illness. And, and that part needs to be healed where we start seeing each other as humans again. I had to check myself because in my choosing, <laughs> I start thinking about... <laughs> Uh, individuals, not as human. Like, yeah. what are you useful? What, what, what what's gonna Come benefit on. me if I deal with you? Mm -hmm. And then I had to check myself. I said, that's not good. Mm -hmm. That's not good. This, these are humans. We are human beings. This a whole nother person. <laughs> but see, that's that's not correct. These are ways that we have adopted that we need to change back to how we used to be. You know, it's not correct. If you think about even black families, mm -hmm. you know, you, it, it didn't used to be a time where P, uh, black children didn't even respect their parents yep. if, if only for what their parents could do for them. Absolutely. It used to be I love my mama because it's my mama. Mm -hmm. It don't matter if she can right. buy me new shoes or not. That's, that's my right. mama. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, oh, let me find, you know, another home to go to because mm -hmm. we don't got cable. Mm -hmm. What yeah, in the world? Yeah, right. yeah. It's like we have adopted these ways. And I really agree with what you said, uh, Miriam, because we, we have to fix that. If we fix that, we can fix our own community. We don't need their help. Because yeah. if we fix we that, we're going to be all right. Yeah. We have to stop seeing each other as means to end. That's we right. have to see each other as human beings again. Yeah. Because if we if we do that, we won't be so quick to hurt each other. Yeah. We won't be mm -hmm. so quick to celebrate when somebody falls. Yeah. You know, and tear yeah. each other down. And, you know, it, I do agree with how funny it looks when we get so mad over George Floyd, mm -hmm. but see another brother doing sure. and we not mad. Yeah, yeah, sure. we don't have You know that, you gotta admit sure. that look weird. Yeah. Sure. That look Agreed. weird because a knee on the neck is a knee on the neck. Agreed. It don't matter whose knee it is. If a brother's life is being cut short, it's being cut short. Agreed yeah. a thousand so we get so mad over that, but I mean, we see it every day within our right. own families yeah. even sometimes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You Especially know what happened there. to my friend, Pastor yeah. Ken? Yeah. yeah. I, ain't no marches for that. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no, you know, riots. Yeah. But he was murdered in his own home by a family member that he was trying because to help. he yeah. would not give him more money. Yeah, that's still injustice, you know. Yeah. And I just feel like we have to change that part. We don't change that part. We lost. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, well, like I said, it, it's the same, but it's different. A lot of times, and yes, that's how America was founded. You know, between mm -hmm. in its own paper. Ah. Mm -hmm. I can't wait until I have that person on the show to talk about that. But it's on paper how they look at us right. as objects or tools and such, right? Um, and then how they train us to do the same. So, yes, it has to be an unteaching and a reteaching. Uh, and that's why I say I was going to say um, some of the elders or the grandmothers or the, you know, the grandparents, you know, they either got tired or just didn't feel like dealing with it no more. Or young. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of, a lot, I feel like a lot of what happened was that wisdom that our parents had that came with age and time mm -hmm. when you started having children who had younger children or who were having children that wisdom they didn't have that life experience mm -hmm. and so I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of times that wisdom is lost mm -hmm. because you did not live and and until you get an, to a certain point you I'm going to have to say it's the life experience and not the age. Okay. Because my grandparents got married when they was 13. Valid. So they was young. But they, but they had life experience because they had of been, probably a 40-year-old. Okay. okay. Wow. And by the age of 13, wow. they had been through some stuff that probably 40-year-olds been through. I got you. So I feel like it's a lack of life experience. Okay. Versus More than age. age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I know for my generation, we weren't out there living like that. Like when I was 16 and it was people in my high school getting pregnant, we weren't rising with the chickens and having to plow stuff and having the, having the experiences. So, I wasn't having to plow, but, but I had exactly. to get up with the chickens. And so it's just like, okay, at that point, you have mamas, like our mamas are raising our kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like we, that generation, we don't have that wisdom because mm -hmm. at 16, what is my experience? Yeah. And so at 16 and, and 93 is different from, you know what I'm saying? So I get your point, but I'm like, I feel like what happened was that, that gap, mm -hmm. that experience and life gap. Cause mm -hmm. you don't, you don't know how to, you know, I, I don't know. 
No, you know, I mean, it's crazy because we are at our time. Oh, already. I can't believe it. I know. <laughs> But we I got three pages of work. <laughs> Listen, we can come back and do a supplement or a manifestation. I'm not gonna just just cut it. But uh wow. I, I do believe we have a guest for the next hour on the Love Power Radio Show. We so do. we do not want to keep our guests waiting. But yes. I will say this: we didn't got go to not one break. Not, <laughs> not, one. One. not one break. Not you know, when you get something was hot. Yes, Yes. So we're going to take a real quick break and we're going to wrap up and, and don't go nowhere. We'll be right, 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 right. Right, right, Are you looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle but have less than perfect credit? Look no further than Me Amigo Motors, offering in-house financing to help you build or re-establish your credit. All vehicles are put through a multi-point inspection and their award-winning customer service and on-site service center will make your buying experience stress-free. I know you got your stimulus check and it's tax refund season, so stop by Me Amigo Motors today at 9729 Long Point Road or give them a call at 832-548 5927 to reserve your appointment for their VIP approval. Again, that's 832-548-5927. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Welcome back. I thought you were back with a side of tea. And we are wrapping up our show today. Thank you for spending time with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come through. Lisa Danae. Always wonderful conversation with these two ladies. Um, but come back next week. Zoe will be back. Lisa the Boss Lady will be back. We're looking forward to seeing you this week. Always. Interact with us on the Facebook this week. <laughs> Uh, Lisa, am I missing something? And if you watch the replay, be sure to comment in the the uh, comments. Yes. Hashtag replay okay. so that we can interact with you as you watch the replay. Yes. Thank you so much. And Good we'll see you. y'all next week. Bye. 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 Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, and I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life, Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also help help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. Thank you.